Hi, this is Renee Christensen, author of Training Them Wisely, Discipling Kids, and I am here today for part two of my friend Anne Marie's interview about how to disciple kids. And last time she gave so many practical resources and ways that we could disciple our kids. And today we're going to talk some more about being a mom and how being a mom, we can, different mom guilt that we can face, especially if we're a working mom or we are a stay-at-home mom. Honestly, every single type of mom with the Pinterest world, the social media world, there's just so much pressure on moms to be perfect. I think just because we are such nurturing people, we love our kids so much, and we do. We just really want, to, I mean, every mom wants to be an excellent mother to their children. But at the same time, I think Satan can use that desire to nurture to kind of attack us with guilt. Um, and all of us have felt that, especially whenever you look around on social media and everybody looks so perfect, you know, that because they're posting their perfect times, the perfect things that they're doing. But really, we just need to be real as moms about what we can do. And whenever our motive is love and we are trying our best, that's where we need mm -hmm. to be. And so the first thing I want to talk to you about, Anne-Marie, is words of encouragement or grace that you can give to moms, just knowing that there is so much mom guilt nowadays that just abounds and that's out there. And just really, it doesn't matter what type of mom you are. If you're working part-time, full-time, staying at home, homeschool, you can feel guilty. Yes. <laughs> you know you can. But the truth yeah. is that we're, as long as we're in God's will doing what we want us to do, that is the type of mom that we're called to be. Yeah. So, and I feel like we could just stop the episode right there. Um, but I was like, <laughs> yes, yes, all of that. Um, but honestly, it's uh, you're the, even whenever you asked me to um, to chat with you, one of the first things that came to mind was, oh, but I'm not like X. And I immediately went to these women that I know that are I feel like are so much more equipped in whatever way, or so much better at it, or I've seen them on social media posting these amazing things that they're doing and they, you know, they, they did the Easter tomb rolls or whatever. And I'm like, I didn't even get it. I didn't even <laughs> buy the white eggs to dip the Easter eggs in. And like, they're still on the counter, the dyes, because I never bought the egg. I'm like, this is, <laughs> this is my reality because I do work full time and I don't have a lot of extra time and I am trying to redeem the time that I do have with my son to be very intentional because uh, I only have him for a limited time and I'm like oh geez compare 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 I feel like I get into this cycle of comparison mm -hmm. and um, I don't know if other especially in Christian circles I, I grew up in church I'm in church as an adult and I feel like especially in the mom world we do often see a lot and for being frank a lot of moms that are stay-at-home moms mm -hmm. in Christian circles and yeah, Baptist churches yeah. there's a lot more stay-at-home moms and there's also a lot more um, exponentially I feel like homeschool moms in in especially my world especially after COVID especially after you know, COVID yeah yes. so much increase that they were being homeschool moms yes yes and I all I could think was wow they must have so much more time to invest into like into discipleship and oh wow they're able to do all these crafts about the gospel with their kids and I'm like I, I just don't have that time and it's like I almost bring tears to my eyes like right now because it's like I had to, I want to be able to be that mom I still we're talking about not comparing <laughs> ourselves and I'm like I'm even comparing myself right now tearing up thinking I wish I could be that mom so many days and but yeah. that mom is doing it every day and then because she's doing it every day she's not taking I think whenever you have more to do, you're more intentional with your time. Yeah. 
But whenever you're there all day, yes, there are moms that do that and they post about it, but that doesn't mean that they're doing it every day. Right. They're doing it one day a week, maybe, maybe. if that, mm -hmm. you know, and yet they're showing that you see that picture of them. Yeah. So you think that they're doing it every day. And I can guarantee you as a homeschool mom, so this past Easter to make you feel a little better comparison wise. So usually for Easter, I do make a big deal. We do stuff all the time. We do tons of crafts and there are traditions that we do because I try and make it as big of a holiday as Christmas. Mm -hmm. So this year we did nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. Um, nothing. I, nothing. They didn't get an Easter basket. Don't think I'm a horrible mother. But they I didn't. Don't. They got a present instead. They didn't. We didn't. Dec we didn't dye eggs. And even the resurrection craft that I always do, we didn't do. Um, I had so many, so much stuff going on with my book launch. We were going out of town this week, and just I had interviews and. And it was their end of, it was the last week before, I just hadn't looked at the calendar whenever I yeah. scheduled it. So it was their last week of school yeah. before their end of year testing. And so the last, before we do school, we don't, before their end of year test, I don't do sugar. Yeah. That's just something that we don't usually have in our house. Yeah. And um, so we definitely weren't going to do it right before the end of year test. Mm -mm. And so <laughs> my kids are like, we don't get candy. I was like, well, you went to the Easter egg hunt on Saturday before at church. There you there go. There you go. There's your sugar. <laughs> you got, you got your them. Easter basket. You got to learn about God. They did such a great job throwing it. Thank you, Kendra. Thank you, Angie. Y'all took care of it for me this year. And it had the Easter snack that I usually do. So when? Like, that's the one thing I try to make sure I always do is the Easter snack. And I thought, well, they did it. They did it. So, yeah. yeah, and I, I love that. And because it's like we're getting very real. Like, mm -hmm. I think this is the thing is we see these idealized versions yes. and of what other moms are doing. And quite frankly, it's not all the time. It's no. like these little things and they're, oh, this is such a wonderful thing. Let me post pictures about it. And it is so easy for the enemy to use that to steal our joy. joy. Yes, because comparison kills joy. It does. Yes. It does. It does. Mm -hmm. And so the biggest thing that, you know, I'm, I'm still learning, right? So is that I'm different than you. Yes. And God made you different God for made, a reason. Yes. Yes. And he made my son different. Yes. And that that's okay. It is. And he made our circumstances different mm -hmm. as well. And so my circumstances, you know, yes, right now in this, I'm a working, full-time working mom. I have some certain hours of the, usually not hours, usually it's like certain times of the day when I have more of a captive audience. I have Saturdays where we try to, we try to really be intentional about family time on Saturdays. So oftentimes I don't really use that for um, spending time. Oftentimes we don't even do like intentional discipleship per se on Saturdays. It's more spending time as a family and enjoying each other and enjoying but this the relationship, creation. the relationships that you're forming, yes. I feel like are discipleship yes. because discipleship really is relationships. Yeah. And if you have that good, positive relationship that you're out having fun, I actually think that that is just as important as discipleship. You can't stop there, but if you're not going out and making those relationships and spending the time together, you don't have the same credibility yeah. when you're discipling. Yes. So I actually, I mean, cause I truly think discipleship is a relationship. Yes. So as you're living life with each other, you are discipling yes. him, whether it's, and I'm sure that you're probably mentioning a few things as you go throughout the day anyway, <laughs> but regardless, that is so important. It yeah. just, it is, it really mm -hmm. and truly is. Yeah. And it's good time for him to spend with, with daddy too. Yes. Cause daddy works too. And often he does seem, Harrison does see me more than he does daddy. Cause daddy often leaves earlier than me, gets home later than me. So it's, it's that good time with him. But 
the one thing that I feel like I've, I've noticed is when I am comparing myself or trying to add more to my calendar, mm-hmm. I have to fit these things in to disciple him in the ways that these others, I got to do these same crafts that the others are doing. What I've learned is I miss seeing my son making the progress that he's, is God's already doing in his life. Yeah. Because then that's a checklist. Yes. You know, which isn't what we have to have. We don't have to have a checklist. I love just getting to enjoy soaking him in and bringing him in when I'm cooking dinner because usually in the weeknights, that's what it is. It's cooking dinner, eating dinner, bath bed. But getting to bring him over with me and, and putting on some Christian music in the background and dancing in the kitchen while we cook and hearing him ask me questions. And I'm really not... I'm not doing all these other things, Pinteresty things, but I'm really seeing progress that God is making in my little one's heart on a day-to-day basis. And if I just stop comparing, put, put the phone away, going through, sometimes you do need to have some seasons of just no need to announce it. Just get off social media for a little bit and yeah. just focus on your kid. Yes. And see what God is doing in them and what God is doing in you and ask him to really change you first. Yeah. And because I feel like this is the one thing we compare and we, we sometimes even excuse it where we say, I'm not comparing. I'm looking and getting ideas. What are other people doing? Yeah. But if we start to be, feel discouragement, then it's Satan that's attacking you. Yes. yes. And we need to sometimes ask the Lord to, to check our hearts and bring a, that to our attention of Lord, is this helpful mm-hmm. or is this actually causing damage is this of the enemy am i taking a, something that was intended to be good and allowing satan to make it something ugly yes and if that answer at all is a yes then you need to find ways to stop and ask the lord to help you to stop um so and this, even just pray about it first because i yeah. feel like if you're if ask god what specific ways he wants you to disciple your child you yeah. know do you need to go looking or is there something that he's going to make clear to you that you need to do yeah. And he's going to show you because he knows everything that Harrison's going to do in the future. Yes. He knows what you need to be pouring into him with. So if you've got that relationship and you're asking God at the same time, then yeah. that's important. So just Daniel, that's when I spend most of my time with him is actually making dinner mm-hmm. because I homeschool during the day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm with the kids that, cause he's still in preschool. So yeah. whenever you have this many kids, he does get, he gets 10 to 20 minutes of school a day, but that's it. And then he'll sit beside me, he comes up, but that's our focus time because he loves to cook. Yeah. So he actually will get up on his little stool next to me. And that's, that's whenever we chat the whole time that I'm cooking pretty yeah. much. He sits there and wants to help me do it. He has a, a mini spatula. I love it. He has a mini spoon. Like he's got his little miniature stuff and he stirs everything up for me. Yes. And, Loves doing that. So just cracking the eggs is my son's absolute favorite thing to do. And I fish out the eggshells, <laughs> yeah, but we do it every too, time because <laughs> he loves it. He loves it. And it just allows for me to really see his face and, and talk with him and hear yeah. his little voice and just enjoy this gift of a child that God has given me Yes, to steward. And it, I think that's the thing is sometimes I get into a habit sometimes of saying, oh, I have this limited amount of time with him and I have to be very intentional about it. But he's also a good gift from the Lord. God yes. calls him a gift. Yes. And I need to look at him and say, wow, 
Sometimes we need to take those moments to just breathe in and say, wow, what a good gift you are to me. Yes. And thank the Lord for you. And I love you and I cherish you because that also helps them to see ultimately how much God loves and adores them. I tell my kids every morning when I see them that it's Christmas because I get to see their faces. I love So that's what they do. So Johnny will come in there. He'll run in there and say, it's Christmas. Here's my face. (laughs) It's Christmas. Here's my face. I love it. It reminds me of a verse. This one, um, oh yeah, for Isaiah 43, verse, I have like starred in my, in my Bible. Isaiah 43, verse 4, just, I'm not going to read the whole thing. It says, because you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you. That's what God says to us. Mm-hmm. And I, just to be able to look in our kids' faces and say, you are precious in my eyes and honored and I love you, is t- speaking to them God's heart to, to them. Yeah. And through us. And anyway, but that's a little bit of a sidebar. And it helps to show their value, you know, which is so important because they need to know who they are in Christ. They need to know that they're loved. They need to know these things. And just. And that's okay if you don't have to be the Pinterest mom, if you're spending time Mm -hmm. helping them to, to know you love them and Jesus loves them, that, that, that will go far. Yes, it will. It will. Um, there, but there was something you mentioned I want to circle back to because this, I think, was, and if you want to move to the next piece, it was time, time with God. And because it's one thing I've noticed with comparison is it becomes very much like mom's comparing what can I be doing before my kids. But one of the biggest challenges I received from training them wisely was, no, pause, stop thinking about him, him, him. Don't make him a project make. You, you need to love Jesus first yes. with your whole heart. You need to know his word and you need to know it so well. And it becomes such a part of you that it just comes out of you normally in everyday moments. Yes. That is going to change your son. Yes. That will change your yes. son. And that was such a challenge. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> it was just such a challenge to me. Like I was I'm reading your book and just my... It's all these things that I knew and knew to be true. And yes, I've spent time with God, but it was that, no, Amory, you, you're a mom of a little one. Mm-hmm. This is now not just about you. Mm-hmm. This is going to impact him. If you don't pursue relationship with Christ yourself, mm-hmm. your child is not going to see how they can pursue relationship That's with right. Christ. That's right. And they're not going to see what, where... The joy comes in yes. pursuing a relationship with Christ. Yes. And I thought, wow, I want that. I want him to see mom loves God's word. Yes. yes. And see my love for Jesus grow so that he can understand that it's not just, he's not, God's not just some big thing in the sky. No, it's a personal relationship. It's relationship. Yeah. And that to me was the biggest thing that, um, that I, even above all the tips for kids, I'm like, because it doesn't matter. Like the tips for kids are the practical things you do, but you've got to take care of the first half of the book. That's why the first half of the book is all about your relationship as a parent with God. Yes. Because that is the foundation. That is the priority. And as you're spending time with God each day, you're able to literally share day to day with your child. Yeah. Because God's going to show you things during your scripture reading that you can apply, that you can talk to them about. If we don't know God's word, we're not going to be able to train them correctly. No. And if we're going to be able to be deceived and we want to know the truth, it's so important that we teach our children the truth. Yeah. Now, that's not to be discouraged if you've not read the Bible. 
because right. everybody has to start somewhere yeah. and everyone does start somewhere. Yeah. It means that you just start, yes. just start just somewhere. Start. And God is so gracious. He is going to, whenever you are diligent to study his word, regardless of how much you have studied, even if you've never read the Bible, only read part of the Bible, you start reading it, pray and ask him to give you understanding Get my book to, to, if you don't know how or find somebody that does know how to read God's word so that you can understand how to read with a purpose, how to apply it to your life. But God is really gracious and he's going to supply exactly what you need at the time. Yes. Yes. And that's so that to me was the biggest thing from from the book. Um, and I would say, you know, if, if moms are struggling, and they're like, oh, I have to do all these things. They're seeing all these moms doing all these other things. My challenge would be to pause and say, do a really hard analysis of your relationship with Jesus. Yes. And your intentionality at pursuing his word and yes. his heart and learning who he yes. is, his character. And if you can see, I have some work that needs to be done there, you need to start there. Yes. Before you start, not to say that we don't have responsibility to teach our kids. But the but you have to know what to teach them. Yes, you have to you have to love God's word in order mm -hmm. to help them love, love God's it. word. Yes, you can't. It doesn't yes. go the other way around. No, and you want that's what you want. You want your kid to. I mean, if you are a believer, and if you want your child to be a believer, then that's what you want. You want him or her to love God with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. Yes. And the only way that you can love somebody is to know them. Yes. And God gave us His word. He wants us to pray to Him. That's how we know him. Yes. Through prayer and through his word. Absolutely. There wasn't something that was, that it, motherhood is sanctifying. And <laughs> yes. He teaches you so many things. Um, but one of the things that my son said, probably through month, a month ago, maybe, um, he said, it jarred me. You can only imagine. Because it's like, I literally pray over my son daily, daily. It's since, since he was in the womb. But yes. since birth, I pr my, my prayer for him was that he would, love the Lord Jesus and serve him and follow him all the days of his life. That's my prayer for my kids every day. Every day. It's mm -hmm. it's just that, and it's short and it's simple, but that's what yeah. I ask. But he said to me about a month ago, he said in bed, because the bed is that time whenever you're snuggling and you're talking and you're yes. processing. He said, Mommy, I don't love Jesus. And I went, <gasps> deep breath. <laughs> I think he took all the wind out of my lungs. And I could see my husband's face in the corner. His eyes get really big. Because it's like, how do we handle this conversation? Because, and so I went, okay, tell me, why, why don't you love Jesus? And he said, well, mommy, I, I've never seen him before. I don't, I don't know him. And I thought, you know what? And I said, that's okay. I said, the thing is, he loves you first. He made you. He knows everything about you. And he loves you so much that it doesn't matter if you don't love him yet because he's going to keep loving you no matter what until you love him with your whole heart. And he still, and then he just kind of said, okay. <laughs> like it was like, that was kind of it. Um, but, and then still sometimes a couple of times he'll like look at me and say, mommy, I don't, and I don't love you. And it's because he wants me to repeat that back. I can yeah. tell now it's, he wants me to say that again. Yes. And I just tell, say that over and over. And what I've noticed recently is he's asked me that a couple, or said that a couple of times. And I thought, wow, do I love Jesus? Do I, do I believe, I believe in Jesus. Mm -hmm. I know who Jesus is. I've confessed with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. 
and I am saved and I because that that's that's it that's what it takes to be saved but do I love Jesus with my whole heart and I thought I'm growing yeah. in love yeah with Jesus this is he is still sanctifying me mm-hmm. and he is still drawing me to himself and he will have me continue to fall deeper in love with him I do love yes. him I yes. love Jesus but, but I you're also, right. You're growing. You're constantly growing. Yes. And that's what we're supposed to and be doing. And that's what we're yeah. supposed to be doing. And I thought, it's okay. It's okay. If my three-year-old right now is admitting, mm-hmm. how beautiful is that? Out loud to his mommy and his daddy who, who know he can come to us with anything that he can say to me that he doesn't love Jesus right now. And it's like, I get it. I get yeah. it. Because you're still learning. You're still getting to know him. Yeah. And that's where we can help you with that. I can help yeah. you know Jesus. Yes. But only Jesus can draw my son to, to himself. Him. That's right. Only Jesus can make him fall in love with him because Jesus is the source of love. He is love. Yeah. And and that's okay. So I think the biggest thing is him saying things like that just keeps pushing me. He keeps pushing me toward you, mommy, need to fall deeper in love with Jesus yes. and you will do that more the more you spend time in his word. So I for me the challenge was finding time that was consistent for me. Mornings have become my time. It's different and I love this. I really want to encourage moms cuz I used to think that like devotions had to look a certain way. <laughs> Candlelit, all these things. I cracked up while I was reading your book because you literally were talking about how how much you would love for it to be a candle lit and like yes, I love my candles. Worship music playing in the back. And yep. it's like you can't do that if you're getting up at five thirty in the morning no, and your you kids are asleep. That's and right. it's like shh quiet. Um but what I can do is get up and come downstairs and spend time with the Lord and and sometimes it's he got up I think a couple of times one night and it's it was hard to get up that morning and thank the Lord for grace. And so where, you know what? I didn't get up that early. I waited for him to get up and I came downstairs and let him watch 15 minutes of a show while I spent time with Jesus. And he got to see me spending Spending time time. with Jesus. He has come down the stairs so many times when he wakes up to see me Bible open or see me in prayer and and that's okay. That's, that's beautiful. That's what we want them we to want see. That. Yes. We want them to see that, yeah, mommy spends time with mm-hmm. Jesus because I love him. Yes. That's why. Yeah. I want to know I want to know him. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know him. And so that's why we spend time together at the breakfast table together, talking about Jesus and going through cards and to to so you can learn how to pursue a relationship with Jesus too. Yes, I love that. And whenever my um my kids at one point did not know I was having a quiet time. And during that time, it was at a season of life when I had a lot of little kids. So we were always home at night and I had three hours at night that I could spend with God. Um, and that's what I was doing at the time. Plus a little bit in the morning. I mean, I was having a long quiet time in that one season of my life and they, I would have them have their quiet time. And they said, why do you make us have a quiet time? Why is it important whenever you never do? They had no idea because as soon as I heard them wake up, I would shut my Bible and go get them up. And so they never saw me with my Bible open because it would just be for a short time in the morning. It was after they went to bed at night. And so it's actually important that they do know yeah. and that they see yeah. us doing that. So, which I, that just did not cross my mind until they were like, well, why don't you have, why don't you have one? And they never see Eric have a quiet time. 
because he gets up so before everybody to go to work and then he has his early in the morning before any of us are up and um I might be up but nobody else is up whenever he does but now they they ask him they're like so did you have your quiet time what did you read today you know? I love that it's so that accountability from your little ones and it's so good and it's it is something that I think in this season of littles which you know things will change yes um you know before having a baby in the house like I was great about every morning with my cup of coffee I would some I work remotely so my husband would go off to work you know he had a commute and I would get to sit at home and I would just open my Bible and spend time with the Lord and, and in worship. And then I had a baby at home and it was like, oh my gosh, this time I that I was spending. figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes. like, and, it, and I got out of a habit of mm-hmm. spending time with Jesus because I couldn't figure out how to do it anymore because this was not normal. It's like, I have a baby. I don't know how to, do, where do I put my, my Bible? My arms are full. I, yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know where to do this. But then it was coming back to, no, this is what's critical it is important. And if it's this important, then what do I make time for in other areas? And that was a big challenge from your yes. book was you make time for other things. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make time for your time with the Lord? Yeah. And I found ways. And so there and it was... is a blessing, isn't it? I mean, yes, that's the so thing because you feel like you might be giving something up, you know, to, to think about it. You can be like, oh, I'm giving up a show or I'm giving up something. Or I'm giving up but sleep. It's not... Yes, but that's a big one. Yes. Giving up sleep. Yeah, you are. But Whenever you get that reward, it's not like you're actually giving it up once you no. start. You know, instead it's a reward and a gift that you're able to have. I never regret. No. <laughs> never once have I ever regretted coming down. I could be very tired. I could have had a rough day. I could have honestly not, not really wanted to open my Bible. And I've never regretted doing it. No. Never once. Never. The Lord is so faithful to meet us where we are and to give us what we need and to encourage us. And sometimes it is studying for things that you might not necessarily need in that moment, but you'll need it later. Yes. Yes. And that's important. And it's also important as moms, if we're talking about discipling our kids, we have to know these things. Even today, like just be like, oh, I just recalled that verse from Isaiah. It's like, yeah, because because I spent time with him and, yes. and have marked my Bible and I, I yes. know where to look and it makes a difference. It does. It does. And then you're able to edify and build others up. Yes. One of the verses, and I don't recall it right now. I wish I did in my book, but it talks about how we are to read scripture and it's not just for us. It is to encourage others. Yes. And that's so important. And so whenever I have a friend that's going through something, a lot of times I will literally read a scripture or a passage that's just perfect for their situation. Yeah. And then you're able to send that to them. So it's not just you that's being built up. It's your children. It's your friends. It's those around you. And that's what it should be. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So if Absolutely. everybody was reading their Bible every day that's in the church, <laughs> truly studying it and applying it, imagine the difference in the church. <laughs> huge. It huge. would be huge. <laughs> so... Um, do you you went through some books that you had recommend for, for kids. kids last time? Do you <laughs> yes. have any books you recommend for parents? Yeah, so there are uh, a couple. Um, so one of them that I absolutely love is um, Parenting by Paul David Tripp, um, because similar in some ways to your book, I think what I loved about it was the practicality. So number one, if you haven't read Training Them Wisely, start there, uh, <laughs> because the pra- it's practical. It's so practical. It's so challenging. Um, I, I was so convicted in such a loving way. You were very loving, but also very firm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, she's mom of seven. You can tell. Uh, she's very loving, very firm. Um, that this was something I need, I needed to do, but also parenting by Paul David Tripp is so challenging from a gospel perspective of how can we really shift our mindset to why, why 
are we parenting Mm -hmm. with a gospel mindset? Why does this matter? How can we change our perception in us so that we can help them to see God's character in how we parent? So awesome, awesome book. Uh, Really enjoyed Kind of the motive then too, right? So that you can look at, yeah, the why. I love that. Okay. The why. I love it. Um, So then there's um, another one that I just think is so beautiful. Um, And I'm about... I haven't finished it. I'm about three-fourths of the way through. Is um, Devoted by Tom, I'm going to butcher his last name, um, Chalice. It might be Chalice. Anyway, but it's Devoted. And it's about um, strong men of faith throughout these generations and their mothers. And how their moms had influenced their walk with God. And so in many oh, cases... I want to read that one. Oh! <laughs> I cried. That sounds cried. exciting. I have cried reading this book to see the beauty of... In some of these cases, their dads were absent. In some of these cases, their dads were preachers, but not really administering to their own children. And in some, in all of these cases, their moms were the ones that just poured into them, made their children memorize scripture from young, some from young ages, made them um, read liturgies in back in previous times, although liturgies are still really great. Um, but it was, it's so challenging to see, wow, these men, and some of them are historians going back and showing how these great men of faith were influenced by their moms to come to the Lord and to be um, strong men of faith. And it is be a beautiful book. So um, if you want to cry a little bit and also be really challenged as a mother. So of- that's that's really interesting that you said that because one question and email that I've actually gotten a good bit is that dads are supposed to disciple kids biblically is what, and, and I agree, both parents should, and it does say that they should. If you look at life, though, <laughs> the mom is around a lot more, and moms do have an influence. And I, yes, our husbands need to be discipling our kids, but we also should be discipling our kids as moms. And I don't think that it negates our responsibility at all. And if you think about in the Bible, it was the mom and the grandmother with a Greek father that were able to pour in and make a difference in Timothy's life. Yes, that was who was coming to mind. You know, this. It was and, Timothy. and so all of us got the great commission to disciple others. Yeah. And as moms, obviously that's our first line of who we should be discipling is our children because we're supposed to be raising them up in the knowledge of God. And for some reason, um, I just think it's a lie from Satan that some people have t- gone too far whenever just because a dad does need to disciple that no way means that the mom doesn't disciple as well yes you know yes and I think too um I also want a lot of women to be encouraged that you know my my husband is is a one he loves the Lord and he does help to disciple our son um in his own ways but yes I, in his own, yeah but I have my own, we all have our own personalities mm-hmm. and we all have our own approaches and we all spend time with our kids differently. My, my yes. husband leaves early, like I said, comes back late. Oftentimes it's like at bedtime yes. that he tends to pour into him more. Yeah. And in his one-on-one time with Harrison, which I think is really important for sons in particular to have that one-on-one time with their dads, and but girls too. But I do have these mornings, like breakfast table, that why would I not 
use that time. Exactly. And Why would you not have that as a part of your normal conversation absolutely. whenever you love God and he's done so much for you? Absolutely. Then you should naturally talk about I him. Want, I want my son to know the Jesus that I know. Yes. <laughs> and, and know him even more than I do. I want him to love him more than I do. So why would I not talk about this man that the man of Jesus mm -hmm. that is such a huge part of my life with my child? Yeah. And so call it what you will, discipleship, talking, talking, <laughs> living yes. life. And Priscilla and little. Aquila, that's another example yeah. with a woman who was still, you know, and so I just, yeah, it is important. And I just think that sometimes Satan can take a good thing and try and twist it yes, to make it a negative and make just to go too far in that direction. And there are cases, and I just you know, want to be sensitive to this too, that sometimes there are some dads, some husbands that are not fully fulfilling the commission that God has given them mm -hmm. in their own homes yes. to disciple their families. Mm -hmm. And if that's the case, wives pray for your husbands yes. to, to be convicted and challenged, but ultimately that's between them and God. It's mm -hmm. not, um, it's not on their wives to nag and push and it, yeah. it's not going to work. Prayer, prayer does <laughs> prayer work. works. Yes. Um, but what that might mean for those women in particular is they might for a season, and only the Lord knows how long that season might be, they might need to for a season step in and help to disciple their kids in ways that maybe their husband should be doing, but it could even be their witness, their wife's witness of how they're pouring into their children and how their children are growing that might even, the Lord might even use that to help to challenge their husbands to get more involved. Yes. So I think that it is, uh, this. there's this beautiful thing, gosh, this is about training kids, but this is a little bit about you know, marriage, that there's this beauty in the fact that you are two imperfect people knit together by the Lord, mm -hmm. if you're both believers, and that we can push and pull each other. And sometimes I even, we've been married for 10 years, which isn't that long, but compared to others, but that I've seen that over time, that sometimes I'll pull him along and sometimes he'll pull me along and but we're still one we're yes. still one knot and that the Lord is in the middle of that and and sometimes we do have this tug and that's the beauty of a rope is that I can pull on two sides and it's just making that stronger and I love that because the Lord is in the middle of pulling too mm -hmm. and so moms wives don't shirk this responsibility yes. that God has given us to fulfill the Great Commission right in our own homes. Yeah, and know that you can do it. And you I think can do and it. single moms, you know, yes. they've got so much on them already, but yeah. just, you know, and, and with busy lives, but yes. just to to be able to do those small things yeah. and to know that as a mom you can do you that can. and you can disciple your child. Yes. You absolutely so. can. You absolutely can. So those are um, the big ones. And then one that's more practical is um, David Thomas has a book called Because I Have a Son wild things and it's um the art of nurturing boys and i love that because he's a christian and he takes it from a christian perspective but it's also very psychological about how boys are just wired they're wired differently than mm -hmm. girls and as a girl sometimes i need some helpful reminders <laughs> that his brain does not work the way my brain does and sometimes he needs more activity to be able to pay more attention yes Yes. Things like that. That uh -huh, So if movement. you're a mom of boys, <laughs> I love this book. Highly encourage this book because it has challenged me so much of how to um, know my son and how he is wired as a boy and how mm -hmm. his brain chemistry changes how he acts and perceives the world around him. So that I, the more I study my kid, 
the more I know how to pour into him in a way yes. that's going to resonate. And so that's another great one. But those are some, hopefully those are some nuggets that people can use. Yes, that ways. was wonderful. All right. So what what goals are you pursuing right now in your life? Right now, um, <laughs> it's actually, my goals are more, this year I've, I've decided to take for myself, for my mental health, my physical health, and my spiritual health. Mm-hmm. Um, and it kind of started um, with, one, my son getting a little bit, Older. And so now we're kind of en- exiting that toddlerhood stage mm-hmm. and now entering that preschool stage. And it's looking more hard in the mirror of where am I spiritually? I need more time with the Lord. So getting them into those daily habits. And so I've been doing that. And then um, looking at myself like, whew, I've been eating a lot of goldfish over the last <laughs> two years. I, huh. <laughs> Excuse me, Annie's cheddar bunnies. So they're organic goldfish. I know. So, so that makes it okay. That makes it okay. So, so, but I say it just, but it's like, goodness, I really need to get my health in check. So, um, you know, just one, like also my mental health. There are some some things that I, I've decided to start talking to somebody about that. And, and that's okay. And that's good. So it's kind of, I right now my goals for me are, my my spiritual health, my mental health, and my physical health. And so incorporating, and I'm still working on the physical health piece, I'll be honest. So one is the eating better, but also um, finding ways to to exercise and move my body mm-hmm. is one I'm really, I'm still working on. I even went to, as a mom, maybe this resonates for a lot of other moms, I even went to a pelvic floor therapist. Um, it started this earlier this year and have gone to, gotten some appointments in to just get my body better. Um, and those tips have really challenged me that, you know what, my body is also a temple mm-hmm. and I need to work to make it healthy. I need my mental health and my spiritual health to also be a priority so that I can be a better wife and mother yes. in my household and just be able to minister to my family in the way that God intended. Um, so that's that's actually my biggest goal right now um, as a person. My other goal as a mom is really my parenting goal has been I actually have it on a board a marker board on my fridge I've had it for months because I I need to keep looking at it yeah that's a great Um, idea but there are three things and I was challenged um by it was like Abby Wedgworth mentioned this one um was one of them is play I don't have to say this out loud for on a recording I don't like playing with my preschooler (laughs) it's hard for me to play trucks and play just all the magnetiles are fun but to yes, play they yes they are fun but to play imaginative play my i i think i've been an adult since i was a child okay my brain is just more serious and adult like even whenever i was little and play is hard for me so my my but i know my little one builds relationship with me through play and also my little one learns through play Play. yes and so i my big challenge has been um and it's as a busy working mom is it sounds so so trite but it's made a huge difference 10 minutes a day of concentrated mommy harrison play i'm not cleaning the toys while i'm playing with the toys (laughs) That's hard, really hard for me. I am, my phone is put away. Mm-hmm. I'm not cooking dinner. That's a dinner. good thing to put your phone away. That yes. helps so much. Eye contact on the floor, whatever he wants to do for play, we do. Sometimes it's at a playground. 
Sometimes it's trucks. Sometimes it's magnetized. I don't care. It's just whatever in that zone is hide and seek. But it is 10 minutes of concentrated play. And sometimes it's right after work before I start cooking dinner because that's the only time that works that day. Yeah. But it's, I, I make sure that there's 10 minutes of play. Um, so quality time is a really big one. And I've noticed even a difference in my son's behavior if I just give him some. It makes such a huge difference. Huge, just undivided attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the other one with parenting that I have on the board is... Um, reconciliation, uh, rep- excuse me, repentance and reconciliation. So in order for my child to understand that he can come to Jesus and repent and he mm-hmm. forgives his sins, he needs to see me come yes. to Jesus and repent of yes. my sins. And so if he doesn't see me do it, to to see as an adult, mommy sins too. Mm-hmm. I am a sinner too. Then how is he going to see his own sins? Yes. So when I sin, which guess what? I do. Yes. All the time. All the time. Me too. Yeah. And when I yell at my kid, which guess what? I do. And, but one of the things that I do, um, when the Lord convinced me and it's something that I've been challenged to, then I asked the Lord to bring it to my attention. Um, and it, it multiple things, the Lord's faithful multiple times a week. Usually he does is whenever I sin, especially toward my son, mm-hmm. sin against my son. Yes. To repent to him confess my sin to him and to stop and pray out loud to my heavenly father who is faithful to forgive me and cleanse yes. me from all unrighteousness. And still loves you. And, and still just, loves me. Just to show that example so yes. that they can know that they can have the same thing. Yes. And yeah. then, so that to me is a big one. Um, he has to see me do it. And so I do that with him. It's typically when I sin against him that I do that. Um, he doesn't need to know all my sins. <laughs> but there are some that it's like, I was wrong. I shouldn't have yelled at you. And and that's, that's mommy is working on patience and God is still working on me. Yeah. And there's uh, the other one is reconciliation. So when I inevitably have to discipline my three, almost four-year-old, then um, the big thing to me and is that when he has been punished for his crimes... <laughs> That I don't harbor any ill will against him for that. Mm-hmm. He's been punished. The punishment has been paid. He, when he says he's sorry, and he always has to, t- I always ask him, and what does I'm sorry mean? And he says, I'm not going to do it again. And it's, you will do it again. However, the, <laughs> I, the idea behind it is that you are trying to turn trying to from stop. that. Yeah. Trying to stop. Trying to repent. We, we do, we, so we always go over that and then reconciliation, which is I mm-hmm. hug him and say, um, that is okay I know that um, it's, it wasn't okay, but that it's over. Yeah. You are forgiven. And then I usually say, let's go play or let's go eat or whatever it is that we need to do. Because that's done and I'm not going to harbor that against you anymore because Jesus doesn't hold things against me either. And I love how you write it on your board so that you can see yes, it. That I, is such a to. good idea. <laughs> I literally have play, repent, and reconcile on my board to remind me. Every day. Every day, regularly. Yeah. That I need to do those things. And that way you're just helping yourself be consistent to do that. Yeah. Great tip. Great ideas. All right. So what is your favorite verse right now and why? I know it's really hard to pick one. I, and I said right now because I it can that. really change. Oh, yes. You know? I laugh because, I, you know, growing up, I grew up in you know, church youth group and things. And it was like, what's your life verse? And I remember always feeling so much pressure over a life verse. <laughs> life verse. like, I don't know. Um, so I don't have one. I have verses for different, various seasons. Yes. And the one that I love right now um, as, a, as a mom of littles that the Lord just regularly brings to my mind and I'm so thankful for that is Isaiah 40 verse 11 
and it says, He will tend his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs in his arms. He will carry them in his bosom. And the part that I have double underlined is, and gently lead mm-hmm. those that are with young. Yes. I love that, that the Lord gently is gentle with me yes. as a mom with littles. He knows, uh, he's God. He knows he what knows. it's like to have littles. And yes. it, it is 24-7. It's not always getting to sleep. It's having to constantly watch them. Constantly, your body's tired. I mean, it's just, it's a lot. He's yes, so I gracious. love that one. He's so gracious to us. And he gently leads us. And he, there's so much forgiveness in the mistakes that we make. And, and I just think, wow. What a, what a wonderful verse that it's like, he is not chastising me whenever I don't do something correctly. He is just gently leading me and little by little making me more into his image mm-hmm. and little by little helping me to see where I need to help to shepherd my child. So um, that right now is my parenting verse that I'm loving. And um, the other just one, because you asked for one, but I can't help but give you two, <laughs> uh, but is Hebrews 4, verse 16. Because right now we're, I'm studying the book of Hebrews yes. through our church. The women in our church are doing Hebrews together. And the verse that has just stood out to me from, from the outset um, is Hebrews four sixteen, And is, let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. And I just think that that's such a great verse. And I think, again, as a mom, just to be able to draw with with confidence, go confidence, to the throne. Go and, right up to him and talk to him. And he's praying for you. Yes. I mean, just, yeah. Yeah. So amazing. So yeah. those are the big ones. Those are the big ones right now that just as a mother that are speaking to my heart. Mm-hmm. And, um, and just the Lord is consistently reminding me of those. And I'm so thankful for that because yes. I need those yes. every day. Yeah, I agree 100%. Those are good ones. And that was whenever I had babies, the where he gently leads. That was one of my favorite ones. I think it just, it's so soothing and comforting to think of it that way and to know that he's seeing us and being gentle with us, guiding us, you know, whenever you're tired and whenever you're on all the time. Yes. It's just a, a beautiful picture. Yes. I think about as we, you know, go for walks whenever my son was a, was a toddler, you know, and it's like, you're, they're distracted and they start to try and you're like gently putting your hand <laughs> yes. on their back and you're like not pushing them, but you're like gently pulling them back toward mm-hmm. over here, over here. And they keep trying <laughs> to wander over here. And it's, that's the picture I have in my head. And I don't think it fully, I couldn't fully understand it until mm-hmm. I had a little one of I get that of having to gently guide. I do today walking from preschool to the car with my son, like gently guiding him through the parking lot, just gently, just mm-hmm. guiding him away from danger yeah, and toward safety and toward, and you know, that's that very literal, but that's what God does with us. Yes. He gently leads that leads us. And I love that. I do. Yep. That's awesome. So are there any other tips or anything else you want to share with us or, you know, um, the biggest one, whenever you ask, like, gosh, is there anything to end with? Really, I just want to leave people with, God sovereignly chose me. Yes. To be my son's yes. mother. He chose every single woman to guide and lead and mother or steward mm-hmm. a the child in their life. Yes. If you're their mom, if you're their grandmother, if you're their aunt. Um, you know, I went through 
a long season of infertility and, and treatments to even have my son. And so my nieces were huge in my life. And so even even those of you with, with nieces and nephews, mm-hmm. he has, God has sovereignly placed you in their lives for a reason. Yes. And don't take that for granted. Even that, Sunday school teachers. Yes. You know, yes. people that are in the community, you, are, you can make a difference in kids' lives. Yes, you can. And so just there, there is a, a commission for you mm-hmm. to, to go and make disciples, these tiny disciples. Yes. And you have a, a role to play in that. And that's so beautiful. And to see them grow and to see these connections being made in their minds and to know that you had a small part of that, of God speaking to their hearts is just... There's nothing that's going to bring more joy. Um, so, you know, kind of the big thing here is as he continues to grow, I keep the whole time as a thief. It's just so apparent to me that time is a thief. <laughs> that my Even own... early, because so many times you don't realize that till later. You know, it's good that you already are aware oh, of that. You I know? keep looking at him thinking, how are you going to K4 next year? <laughs> uh, but it's time as a thief. And so in my mind, it's, Emery, don't waste it. Steward it wisely. Mm-hmm. Time is a thief. Steward it wisely. Train train him wisely. Yes. Yes. And he was given specifically to you, a working mom, in this house, in this time, yes. you know, right now, for a reason. Yeah. So, and he'll guide you with exactly what you need for that. Thank you very, very much. I think you imparted so many practical, wise tips. You have a different personality than me, and I loved seeing that come through just I don't know the board that it's just I love it so and there's going to be people that have that exact same personality that that's a tip that they will be able to to take home with them so thank you very much I appreciate it it was a joy it really was (laughs) 